The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. As you would have heard in the news headlines a little bit earlier, new homeless figures out today 11,745 people now homeless in this country, 1,600 families, 3,500 children as well. And of course, this is all against the backdrop of an eviction ban that is set to expire within a few weeks and murmurings that the government are going to allow that ban to expire. John Mark McCafferty is with me now. He's the chief executive of Threshold. Uh, John Mark, it's always good to talk to you. Um, uh, What is your view on whether the eviction ban could or should be allowed to expire? Good afternoon, Kieran. Um, Yeah, look, this is a bit of an impossible choice for government. Um, I mean, it, it may seem obvious that you just extend the ban, but there are all sorts of consequences either way if you if you if you, if you stop the ban or if you prolong it. Um, I think on balance, an extension is is the least worst move, but either way, there are negative consequences for renters in the short term or in the long term. Um, for example, if you extend the ban, there is a long term threat to the supply of private rental sector houses by small landlords who, due to the uncertainty caused by the, the current ban may decide to sell up and, and, and leave the sector. And, you know, that might not be now, but it might, might be six months or, or two years from now. Uh, but that would mean less um, private rented sector housing supply, which is obviously bad news for tenants. At the same time, if you don't extend the ban, if you if you, if you you let it fall at the end of March, then we know from, from our working threshold assisting and advising um, renters um, who are worried about losing their home that, these families and, and individuals will, uh, you know, a good number of them will be evicted at certain points after March, and that will probably be due to, say, a landlord selling. Um, and families in this situation will have few or no options because of the abject lack of, um, of, of housing availability out there in the market. Um, there are few housing alternatives. And, and also, I think it's important to note that local authorities seem to be up to capacity in relation to emergency accommodation either that they provide or that they fund. And I think it's important to, to add that um, in conjunction with that, um, you know, later in March sees the start of the tourist season. So you've got homeless services, um, or, or, or rather, um, where you've got uh, families who are homeless, housed in hotels. That's going to be less of an option for local authorities, and that okay. means poor families and individuals will lose those homes, move out of the private rental sector, and then have to rely on the mercy of family and friends to sleep on a sofa, floor, or worse. Uh, Simon Harris is going to be joining me after five o'clock. I'll ask him about that. One would suspect that there's a feeling once government that, you know, you, you, you keep extending this and it becomes semi-permanent. It comes very hard to, to unwind. If it does transpire that they allow the ban to, to fizzle out, to expire at the end of March, what can they do between now and then to soften the blow for renters, for tenants, for people who may be facing eviction? I think very little in in, in that short mm. uh, period of time. Um, I mean, we are there a threshold to advise and assist renters. I think it's really important to say that you know we are tasked to to assist and and and, and to represent and to mediate on behalf of renters who are um, worried about losing their home and maybe facing the prospect of of a notice of termination or a notice of termination being kind of if you like reactivated that process being reactivated and. Uh, from sometime from April onwards, um, so I, I think it's important to, to emphasise that we are there as a support, but um, and, and our work is to do with um, tenancy protection and preventing homelessness. But at the same time, and um, we can't guarantee that everyone who comes to us will will will, will have their um, their homes protected because, mm. um, as I mentioned there, 
um, there are many kind of legal ways in which a, a landlord can end a tenancy. And that the main one that we see is as a result of the landlord selling the home uh, and where they do that legitimately. Um, and, and assuming the ban is lifted from the end of March, then after that point, um, we will see um, an increase in, in, in uh, yeah. renters and their families approaching us for, for advice, for representation. Have we enough emergency accommodation? Um, we probably don't. Um, and I think a, a point um, that you know I've been making is that you know if, if the government ends the ban, and I understand, you know, they, they have to really balance some some, some very very difficult um, issues, and and it's really really uh, challenging. But if they're ending the ban, you know, my question to government is: Can they give assurances that there will be enough emergency accommodation? at local authority level, by local authorities, or funded by local authorities to host all of the families and the individuals who lose their rented homes after the ban is lifted. I think that's a really important question to put to government um, because while I understand the dilemma, the very, very challenging dilemma they face, the re- and, 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 and I understand the consequences, the negative consequences for longer-term supply if they do extend the ban uh, and the impact that that has on small landlords, um, there is a direct um, consequence to ending the, the, the eviction moratorium and for uh, those those tendencies to, to, to come to an end, and particularly at a time where if you look on Daft, if you look anywhere trying to find um, rented accommodation, there's so little available. Yeah. And as I understand it, local authorities, especially you know, the urban local authorities, are, are put under the collar in terms of trying to source available accommodation to okay, well, house existing. Very little people, very few people moving on. You yeah. know, there's usually a flow of people moving in and then moving moving out of um, emergency accommodation. But that, um, that, that, that churn, that churn is not happening. Listen, yeah. we, will, we, will, we will ask Minister Simon Harris in just a few minutes' time to give that assurance. In the meantime, uh, thanks for joining us. John Mark McCafferty, Chief Executive of Threshold. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.